A busy day full of UCLA news at fall camp today as we get through the do's and don'ts, the ups and downs of UCLA's fall camp to this point as the Bruins prep themselves for September 3rd, their home opener, the season opener against Bowling Green. This is Locked On UCLA. I'm your host, Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, D1 play-by-play broadcaster and diehard UCLA fan. Thanks once again for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. It's available for free wherever you get your podcasts. And soon enough, it will be on YouTube. So be prepared. Coming up pretty soon, Locked On UCLA. You can see me do the podcast. Content will pretty much be the same. You'll just be able to see me talk. And we'll see how it goes here on Locked On UCLA. Meanwhile, Bruin fans, get your hands in the air and it's Bruin 8 clap time. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. U, C, L, A, UCLA, fight, fight, fight. As we welcome you in to UCLA Fall Camp Review. The ups and downs, the do's, the don'ts of UCLA's fall camp. Chip Kelly having to answer quite a few questions. Some good, some bad, some confusing dealing with UCLA's recent fall practices and recent happenings for their team. For UCLA, the biggest news coming out of fall camp is the loss of Mike Martinez, who has been referred to as the best blocking tight end of the UCLA roster. Mike Martinez, the 6'7", 266-pound tight end. And he is the biggest tight end listed. He was the biggest tight end listed on the roster. Now no longer part of the program. No words given from Chip Kelly to any of the media. Just nothing given. Just He's no longer with the program. Just the simple coach speak. And pretty much being mums the word. If you remember, Martinez a little hobbled coming through the spring practice session of things. But still, there's been no word whether it's an injury, something else. And Martinez is no longer with the program. And that will hurt UCLA's ability to run the football coming up this year, relying a lot on the hopes of Zach Charbonnet, the running ability of DTR, and whoever is going to find themselves as that second running back option, maybe third rushing option, as coach Deshaun Foster has even said, he's going to utilize a two-back system. He won't overwork his running backs. So the loss of such a big presence offensively, especially a blocking tight end for UCLA, Mike Martinez, who last year, six receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. That's a big threat to have through the goal line, just blocking-wise, receiving-wise, those short yardage, third and short completions that you need to make. You have a tight end leak out. We saw Greg Dulcich so many times last year find himself wide open in those similar situations. And while Martinez more of a blocking option could have find themselves maybe more wide open than not in maybe an expanded role. That's no longer going to be the case for UCLA's best blocking tight ends. And that, that was the biggest story coming out of fall camp for UCLA's head coach, Chip Kelly didn't seem to have a lot of good things to say for the most part in practice. A lot of questions being asked about Damian Sellers, the linebacker Patrick Selma, who is an offensive lineman for UCLA, but those guys are on the roster, but unavailable. Well, with the program, not on the official roster, but unavailable, quote unquote, by Chip Kelly, who is quick to say with his words, very discreet and very 
poignant with what he had to say of their unavailable Patrick Selna and Damian Sellers, but still with the program in his various words. So the big thing, a couple of guys on the roster or avail- unavailable, quote unquote. And the big thing is now Mike Martinez, not on the program listed with the program. So what's that mean for UCLA going forward? Who will step up in a role that already had a mammoth Goliath hole with Greg Dulcich going to the NFL? No longer a Bruin. A great Bruin he was, had quite the connection with DTR, and that was already a hole in the offense. And now you take the blocking aspect out of it. You have two gigantic tight end roles to fill, the receiving part of things and now the blocking side for UCLA's football prowess where they want to pride themselves on running the football, utilizing DTR's dual threat ability. And yet UCLA will have to find multiple options Highlighted mainly by Michael Aziki, the redshirt senior from Upland, California, who was listed on the John Mackey Award watch list for outstanding collegiate tight ends in the preseason. He is the only tight end for UCLA. Michael Aziki, who is a returner with catches as a UCLA Bruin. Aziki, 6'5", redshirt senior from Upland. Last year, three receptions, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Actually caught a couple of touchdowns way back when in his freshman year at UCLA. A four-star recruit coming out of high school. The number nine tight end recruit in the country at that time. He was a top 50 recruit in the state of California. And that is a laundry list of good players that come from the football ranks throughout California. And it looks to be that Ezekiel is the first option coming from the UCLA tight end room, which has a total of six names listed at tight end. Ezekiel's the guy that will give maybe the bulk of the reps, at least receiving and blocking. Ezekiel, not the biggest body for the tight ends. All the tight ends include Hudson Habermill, who we'll get to more in depth coming up. The redshirt junior, Sam Sum of the 6'7 redshirt freshman from Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. David Preby, the 6'6 redshirt junior from Waco, Texas. You have Carson Ryan, the 6'4 freshman from Orem, Utah. Grant Norberg, a 6'7 redshirt freshman from San Diego. Michael Churich, the 6'6 redshirt junior from Burlingame, California. And Jack Peterson, a 6'4 freshman from Vista Murrieta, the Murrieta product. So a lot of big bodies. Ezekiel not the biggest, so we'll see if it's Ezekiel initially. As for Chip Kelly, all he would give is, we believe in our in the tight end room and that it's a group effort this year already needing to be a bit of a group effort this season for UCLA. But instead now the Bruins having to look forward and find themselves hurting for some tight end love. They already missing Greg Dolch. They're already missing Greg Dolchich. That's already a big hole to fill. You lose Mike Martinez. And while it has not been revealed as to what it was, Chip Kelly has not said he's just no longer with the program. Nothing has come out. As of the recording of this podcast, and if anything's updated, we'll be sure to mention it in a future episode. But UCLA, with a laundry list of names to go forward and potentially step up between a group effort, guys ranging from 6'4", smaller freshmen, and to 6'7", two 6'7", bodies that could maybe replicate the frame of Mike Martinez, but maybe not the prowess you showed from blocking and just helping UCLA getting big holes and 
just on the outside that UCLA wants to do running the football. That's something they will miss this season. That's a big loss, maybe an understated loss, but now that he's gone, people have to step up and opportunity knocks on the door. You just have the opportunity waiting for you. And who's it going to be? Well, that'll be up to the rest of fall camp for Chip Kelly and company to decide as that's been officially made public. Martinez no longer on the roster. Some slight good news, though. UCLA's starting kicker and punter, Nicholas Barmira, is going to be good to go. He actually missed a couple of practices recently. Back in practice, looked a little more like himself. The brother of former UCLA linebacker and now NFLer and current Dallas Cowboy, Anthony Barr, we discussed in an earlier episode on a Throwback Thursday segment, our first Throwback Thursday, when we highlighted Anthony Barr as Nicholas Barmira was very impacted by his older brother's ability to just change the game on the field, his ability to go to the NFL and give his family life-changing finances that he wanted to play football. So it's good to see Barmira as we flip to the good side of things for UCLA as Barmira back from a little bit of a hobbling injury, a leg injury. He's now good to go. And with that good news, the rest of this podcast will be dedicated to good news. Some hidden figures, if you will, for UCLA Two walk-ons becoming scholarship guys. And I think they should be highlighted as such. They've done a lot, some for the community, some in the world of academics. Two guys will be talking coming up. Shea Pitts, a name you may already be familiar with. And also Hudson Habermill, another guy who could step up in the tight end room and try and fill the role of the missing and now no longer with the program, Mike Martinez. So the rest of this podcast will be dedicated to shouting out those two guys who were actually put on scholarship in the spring is Locked On UCLA continues after this. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too many as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out. You think of calling for a ride. No, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You kill someone. Everyone knows the risks. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results, often deadly and very much tragic. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. So while we're highlighting some of the news around fall camp for the Bruins, UCLA counting down until opening kickoff Labor Day weekends against Bowling Green, welcoming them, welcoming them to the Rose Bowl as UCLA under the radar, one of those Walk on to scholarship guys and stories, which we're going to highlight here on Locked On UCLA. First, we'll go with Hudson Habermill, the 6'6 redshirt junior from Roseville. And while it didn't seem like there was a lot of hype or any social media put out about it, a hype video just, just recently released that those two were put on scholarship back in the spring. And we've seen nowadays that these teams actually like to put on hype videos or even put as much story behind it when you see the coach 
deliver the news, and there wasn't any of that. So a missed opportunity, one would think, that you don't highlight either Shea Pitts or Hudson Habermill and get that story. Maybe that video is coming up soon, but it has not been posted of any sort to which, I, to my knowledge. So the two of those guys are on scholarship, and if you think about it, Mike Martinez no longer with the program. Now Habermill, a tight end, gets a scholarship. You have Damian Sellers, a linebacker, no longer available, at least for now, not on the roster, but still at the program. That allows now a longtime Bruin in his final year, Shea Pitts. He's a redshirt senior who is a tight end who is now on scholarship. First, we start with Hudson Habermill, the 6'6 redshirt junior from Roseville, California, went to Wood Creek High School. No stars coming out of high school as the four-sport high school player, even playing lacrosse, has now worked his way into a scholarship role for his final UCLA season. He's 6'6". Last year, recently, was an award winner of the Jackie R. Robinson Academic Excellence Award for the highest team GPA in 2021. He was on the athletic director's honor roll list from fall of 19 through listed on the website at fall 21. He's been on the Pac-12 honor roll list from 2020 to 2021. And again, with the Pac-12 honor roll list of 2021 to 2022. So for one of the long tight ends for Hudson Habermill, he is a lengthy Bruin, a proud Bruin, and he's seen some action in a few games, twice against SC, ironically enough. His his uncle played at SC. He was listed as the Coach's Award winner for Lacrosse Defensive Player of the Year. Mind you, again, this guy, Hudson Happermill, only played one year of varsity football in high school at Wood Creek High. Largely a four-sport athlete, getting a lot of recognition for lacrosse, but for Habermill now getting, even though limited action, earning himself from walk-on to scholarship, putting his work in the classroom. And as we see, UCLA emphasizes a lot of academics, which is why sometimes it's tougher for UCLA to get guys in the transfer portal or get guys into this program for Chip Kelly. That's why he wants to you know, reward guys like a Hudson Habermill as someone who gets with the scholarship. Hudson Habermill, the 6'6 redshirt junior out of Roseville, California. Congratulations to you. Glad you are on scholarship. Reminder, zero stars, works his way from high school, no looks, and now he's on scholarship for his final year as a UCLA Bruin football player. It's always great to see guys work their way up from no stars to scholarship at what is still a pretty standard high FBS program for UCLA. And when you work yourself up, higher than maybe even people thought you could. It's always great to see those heartwarming stories find themselves resulting in something special as Hudson Habermill is not only just a Bruin for life, he is a scholarship Bruin for life, earning that special nod at the end of his career. So great for him. And it's funny, he's got some family connections to SC, but now he's got his own personal connection to UCLA, and congratulations to Habermill. As we move forward, we will now highlight Shea Pitts, 
a name a little more recognizable, the last name, the family name, Pitts, with his father, Ron, a former UCLA player under head coach Terry Donahue in the 80s, 81 to 84, played on a couple of Rose Bowl teams for the Bruins, selected in the 1985 NFL Draft. His grandfather and his father, did Shea Pitts, both played for the Packers as Shea Pitts, who is the 5'11 redshirt senior from Agoura Hills, went to Oaks Christian and has been with this program. Yes, somehow there's multiple elder statesmen on this team. DTR has been here forever, and so has Shea Pitts. He's been with the program in school at UCLA since 2017. So by the time this year ends and we go into 2023, he would have been in school from the fall of 2017 to now as he looks to finish his master's program into 2023, maybe beyond if he wants or needs more schooling. He's had 34 career appearances, mostly as a special teamer, reserve nickelback or linebacker in different roles for various years. But Shea Pitts, a linebacker, special teams unit guy, special as he's registered actually a couple of career sacks, two in fact, and forced one fumble, one sack and that forced fumble, both coming against SC in different seasons. So it's had some nice impact, quietly understated in some key rivalry games in the battle for the victory bell against those very, very hated Trojans. So Shea Pitts, 34 appearances. Last year was the 2021 Arthur Ashe Jr. Sports Scholar of the Year Award winner. That's not names you take lightly when you have, say, the Hudson Habermills winning an award named after Jackie Robinson for academic excellence. And now you have Shea Pitts, who is an Arthur Ashe Jr. Scholar of the Year Award, Sports Scholar of the Year. He's gotten also other trophy nominations like the Werfel Trophy, the Jason Witten Man of the Year, and the All-State AFCA Good Works team he's been nominated for. So that's a large list of key nominations that Shea Pitts has found himself in the works for, nominated for, doing a lot of work in the community as the redshirt senior, loose terms around redshirt senior there, being with the program for so long. He's actually had some impact, played in numerous games, and every season he's actually played since 2018, just not seeing any action in that 2017 season. And he's going for his third degree, maybe the most remarkable thing, he graduated, got his undergraduate undergraduate degree, grad studies, and now is going for his master's in law, legal studies, his third degree at UCLA. There's nothing better you can say than that. Absolutely nothing better than for Shea Pitts and maybe what Chip Kelly is looking to build, not just on the gridiron for these football players, but off the field. In the end, not everybody's going to go play in the NFL, the Canadian Football League, wherever you may find other football outlets, whether it's coaching, assistant coaching, coordinating jobs, not everybody's not necessarily cut out for it, but still in terms of the Pitts and Habermills, they put in so much work in the classroom off the field that these are the guys that also should and need to be highlighted as well. We give a lot of glory to the guys like the Greg Dulcich's, you have the Britton Browns, who's getting some touches and some TDs recently with the Raiders in the preseason, the guys who have moved on, but you can't forget the guys who have 
made the work, kept these teams' GPAs higher, and most importantly, great standout individuals as they're being recognized as such and getting recognized for getting scholarships is Shea Pitts, a legacy Bruin, continuing to hold on to that UCLA Pitts name well as glad for him to go for his third degree. Not everybody always makes the most of those extra years. He certainly has put in the work, put in the time, and earned the scholarship that he's needed and deserved for so many years just for what he's done in the classroom, off the field. Shea Pitts, congratulations to you. You've been in a long time, Bruin. And congratulations to Hudson Habermill, the 6'6 redshirt junior who recently got the highest team GPA for any individual player for UCLA in the 2021 season, which will wrap up Locked On UCLA today. Just kind of a shorter episode seeing who could fill the role of the departure of Mike Martinez from the program and some good moving forward, highlighting the likes of Hudson Habermill and Shea Pitts, the Wood Creek High School Roseville native, and Pitts, who is the Agura Hills, California native from Oaks Christian Habermill, the Wood Creek kid, who only played one year of high school football on the varsity level. No stars gets a scholarship, and Pitts already going for his third degree. The stories we need to hear and the ones we need to hear now and continuing on going forward until the end of our days, talking about football, sports, whatever it may be. As we wrap up Locked on UCLA, Bruin fans, get a proud eight-clap wherever you may be listening. It needs to be the loudest one we've done yet. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, U. C L A UCLA fight fight fight. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins.